0: The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church.
2: Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your uh, computer or your smartphone, uh, watching me on Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital, covering the entire D.C. metropolitan area, doing the first hour of rush hour out of the nation's capital. So guess what? Don't be stressed. Just hang out with me, and let's talk about marriage. Why? Because that's what today is, Marriage Monday at the Real Talk Studio. And let me just tell you how we roll. Of course, uh, if you're a regular, you can say it with me. We have Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays. Theological Thursdays, and then open phone-in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. Today is Marriage Monday, and our topic today is marriage contentment. Marriage contentment. Are you satisfied in your marriage? Here's the real question. Is it okay to be content in your marriage, or must we always strive toward a better marriage? Is it okay to be content in marriage? Or must we always strive toward a better marriage? Is there ever a time when you can stop working on your marriage and just be content where you are? I'd love to hear from you on this. You know, the Bible talks about pressing on and striving. Oftentimes it talks about uh, stop striving and and rest. And, of course, it tells us learn to be content whatever state you're in. And so uh, I'm just wondering and posing the question to you for conversation. Is there ever a time you can just say, ah, Let's just enjoy where we are. Let's just be satisfied with where we are. Uh, let's not work on, you know, people talk about marriage being work, marriage being work. It's always work, work, work. Well, is there ever a time where it doesn't have to be work? Can can it be just, hey, let's just enjoy one another in this season. Uh, let's not make every date work. Let's not make every conversation work. Let's uh, you know, every every retreat we go to work on the marriage, you know. It ain't a vacation if you're going to a weekend to remember. You know, I mean, not, not saying anything's wrong with that, but sometimes that's the only time couples get away. It's just like, wow. I mean, they go to counseling, they go on marriage retreats and marriage enrichment. Uh they gotta go to, you know, a marriage counseling and 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 then their dates turn into conversations about their like, is there ever a time y'all could just like Ah, you know what? Let's just have fun. Let's just be together. Let's let's enjoy dinner together. Let's make dinner together. Let's let's go out. Let's go in. We, whatever. Is it okay to just be content? Or must you always be striving? Always be working. You're either going up the hill or down the hill. You're either progressing or you're failing. What do you think? 888 432 7434 That's my number. Live in studio. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from those of you who are seasoned veterans in marriage, been married a long time. Let's say you've been married over 10, 15 years or more. Uh, Maybe you have something to say about it. Uh, Maybe you've had to work so hard to get where you are, maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Others of you, less than 10 years. And you know what? You've been working every single day of that marriage. Or, you know, you have seasons where you go through a year where you're working really hard, another year where you're just kind of chilling. I want to hear from you. Eight eight eight. 432 that is my number live in studio. My lines are now open. Let me pray and commit our time to the Lord. Then I want to take your calls, so give me a call while my lines are open and tell me what you think about marriage contentment. And by the way, are you satisfied? That's what contentment means. Are you satisfied uh, in your marriage, satisfied with it, content right where you are? Eight 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 four three 433 Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you uh, for marriage. Thank you for waking us up this morning and for allowing us to have a kind of conversation where we can talk about being content in our relationship with one another as husband and wife. We commit today's show to you now in the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said amen and amen. Well, a couple other ways to get a hold of me. If you don't want to call me today at triple eight four three bridge you can always email me. You can always go to the websites to get my books and my materials as well as uh, just to connect with me and learn what I'm about to some degree anyway. Uh, I pastor a church, so you can always go to bridgeway.cc, like you're crossing over a bridge, bridgeway.cc, and find out uh, where my church meets in Maryland, a couple locations. Or, you know, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com. Uh, there are articles, blogs, all kinds of materials there. Uh, that you can learn about uh, me. And, of course, if you really want to learn about what I'm passionate about, that's gracism. Just go to com. all right? Now, my number live in studio, if you want to talk to me or have the conversation about contentment in marriage, and is it okay to be content, is it okay to be uh, satisfied with your marriage, are you satisfied right now in your marriage, give me a call. My phone number is That is the number, 7434. Give me a call now while my lines are open. So, you know, the scripture talks about being content whatever state you're in. And the Apostle Paul said, you know, whether he had plenty, he was uh, content, or whether he had a little. Uh, Not much at all. He was content. So he learned how to be content in whatever space he was in, whether he uh, was doing very well financially and was able to pay his bills or whether he was uh, hurting and couldn't pay his bills and eating out of the community cupboard uh, there in uh, Jerusalem somewhere. Uh, Learning how to be content in the state that he was in was something he said he had to actually learn. So we could take the topic uh, are you content no matter how good or how bad the marriage is, and, and are you learning how to be content? We could go in that route uh, and, and, you know, in that direction. But I kind of want to go in a different direction, and that's the direction of is it really ever okay to be content? Like, can I be satisfied and say, you know what, I'm married to a good man, uh, and I feel like I'm a good woman, and it's not perfect. But you know what, we're settled, and we're we're happy, we're content. Stop pushing us. <laughs> you know, you turn on television or you, you go to church, they're always pushing, you pushing, you pushing, you Make it better, make it better, make it better. And it's like, wow, I've been working for 30 years. Is there any chance for a reprieve? So that's kind of the direction I'm going. I'm going to run to my break. As soon as I get back, I'm taking your phone calls. My lines are now open. So get in now where you fit in. This is the time to call. Here's the number. One more time. 888 432 Three, four. You're tuned into, you're watching Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Fix. Give them a call. 844 980 3707. That's 844 980
3: 3707.
0: The Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com or Andersonspeaks.com.
4: would love for you to join his brand new public figure facebook page just search dr david anderson on facebook and when you see his smiling face click like it's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc To join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And
2: I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and I am here with you today on this Marriage Monday. I want to hear from you, and I'm talking today about marriage contentment. Are you satisfied in your marriage? Uh, Is it okay to be content, or must we always be striving toward a better marriage? Is there ever a time when you can stop working on your marriage and just be content where you are? Well, I want to know from you. I've kind of set the table of conversation. Let's hear what you have to say. 888-432-7434. And a big hello to all of my Facebook uh, followers and watchers and fans right now, Andrew Artman and Finelli Waite and uh, uh, Inspired uh, uh, is on there as well, and several others, even someone from Munich, Germany is here listening as well. So thanks for all of you who are online. I'm watching you right now. That's at Anderson Speaks on my Facebook Live page. All right, let's go ahead to Fairfax, Virginia, and talk to Ruth, who's on the line. Hi, Ruth. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you today?
5: I'm fine, Dr. Anderson. How are you?
2: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling me today. <laughs> what are you thinking about yes, here?
5: Yes, I did hear your question, and uh, my husband and I are working on our 42nd year of marriage.
2: Oh, my word. <laughs>
5: uh, <laughs> this is my second and his first. So
2: is that right? I think
5: I learned something from the first that... that has helped me in this one, which is to be patient with the relationship
6: mm.
5: and to not think that everything always—it is never perfect. That's the first thing. So
6: you're mm. either
5: trying to pedal hard to stay afloat, right. or you may have some real issues that you've just got to stop and pause everything and deal with them
2: mm. before
5: you can sense that you can move on together.
2: Mm. Well, after 42 years so it's of marriage, kind of like I think you, you've you got some pardon. wisdom. I said after 42 years of marriage, it sounds like you've got some wisdom there.
5: <laughs> but I'm still learning. We're still, still learning because we each change as we uh, – I'm retired and he's not, so that huh. means that we have different priorities on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So I have to be aware of that, but he also has to realize that – at some point you come home and leave work behind and mm-hmm. or you have short vacations or short getaways in order to just be with each other.
2: Sure. Do you feel like you are content now that, like, do you get to 42 years and say I'm content with where we are? Or do you feel like you still, like, never get a chance to kind of breathe and just enjoy one another?
5: Well, I think we. the one thing that I know does help, you have to learn how to laugh together mm. uh, yeah. and it doesn't matter what is going on around you. you have to whether it's your inside jokes with each other or uh very different senses of humor, but you still right. find reasons to just kind of lighten up the day or the the weekend, no matter what's going on. That's how you survive
2: well, I love the fact that you've been married that long and you were able to share some of that wisdom with us today on. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thank you so much, Ms. Ruth from Fairfax. Okay,
5: thank you.
2: All right, way way to kick the show off. Let's go to Hyattsville, Maryland. I grew up there. Uh, Mary's on the line. Hi, Mary, how are you today?
3: I'm fine, how are you?
2: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me today. What are you thinking?
3: I'm thinking that there are periods of contentment and you still have to work. Because with each thing that you work through, you can kind of coast through that in contentment and then go back to work on those things that are not okay.
2: Mm. So in a sense, periods of contentment, uh, but you still have to get back in there and work. So let me ask you a question. Do you ever get a chance where the bell stops ringing like you're in the middle of a boxing match and you get to run to the corner and just kind of breathe and catch your breath before you get back into it?
3: Those are those periods of
2: contentment. Uh Aha, there you go. (laughs) And and, and can you have those periods? Yeah,
3: those are those periods of contentment, and you just kind of soar and enjoy that, because we're always changing every day. Just like the last caller said, something is always different.
2: Yeah. Hey, Do you you think couples, uh, Mary, I just want your opinion on this, do you think that couples actually know how to take those periods of contentment and enjoy them do you know what i mean
3: overall no yeah because
2: you'll skate, <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll, overall, skate right you'll skate right by them you'll skate right by them coast right through it be focusing on the next time you got to get in the middle of the ring and kind of miss it right
3: exactly exactly
2: mm. well that's the it point happens That's the point of my show today, to try to get people to actually maybe enjoy some contentment and not always look so critically at their marriage or at their spouse, because you know you do have to get back to work, like you said. So I appreciate you uh, having this conversation with me today, okay?
7: All right, thank you.
2: Blessings to you. 888-432-7434 is my number. Live in studio. I have open lines. And if you want to talk to me about this topic, maybe you even have a question about it. I'm asking the question, uh, is it okay to be content in your marriage? Or do you always have to strive to make it better? Marriage contentment is my topic. Uh, Is there ever a time when you can stop working on your marriage and just enjoy and be satisfied where you are? Think about this. The Lord rested on the (laughs) seventh day, did he not? Uh, and so, do you ever rest your marriage? I know it's kind of a weird angle uh, at the topic, but I, I I wonder if people just get weary and burned out from working on their marriage all the time. Because I I just wonder, shouldn't you get a summer? Uh, shouldn't you get a weekend? Uh, God put it into creation every every week to have at least a day of rest should you give a sabbatical to your marriage uh, a, a day of rest from working Do you think God meant for it to be so much work now I'm not anti-work when it comes to marriage you know that uh, and I'm here every week talking about how to make it better, how to deal with it when you're going through difficult times. But I guess what I want to do today is just kind of breathe some life into you and say, guess what, summer's here. Uh, guess what, uh, the opportunity to just uh, give your spouse a break is here. Uh, and, l- and let me even say this: Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Here it comes: giving yourself a break. Some of you so critical. Of yourself. I'm not a good spouse. I'm not a good wife. I have so much to do. He would love me if I was skinnier. You know, the list goes, oh, she'd love me if I were home more often. How, how about giving yourself a break? And hey, let's ask this question Is it possible to be content in your marriage if you're not content with yourself? Ooh, yeah, let that one sit for a minute. Let me give you the number again 888 432 seven, four, three, four, triple eight, four, three bridge. You know, the scripture says that we are supposed to, we're supposed to be content. And yet at the same time, we're always striving, aren't we? I mean, in your spiritual walk with the Lord, people are like, if you're not pursuing, pursuing the Lord, uh, then you're not growing. And if you're not growing, then you're probably, uh, you know, in sin and, and going backwards. You know, I'm just not quite sure if that's always true like uh does god ever just enjoy me yes i know he's working on me but i just wonder you know is is there ever going to be a time where he's just like you know what i'm I'm just kind of chilling out with you today let's just sit together uh of course in both uh ideas pressing toward the mark that's found in philippians chapter three but then learning how to be content is found in philippians chapter four neither one of those verses are dealing with marriage uh, but it's quite interesting when you think about it through that through that light and through that lens. Uh, and by the way, let me give you a phone number in case you want to uh, get in. Uh, 888-432-7434 is my number live in studio. Uh, or just remember the word bridge. If you're driving, and you can't remember, write it all down. Just remember the word bridge, like crossing over a bridge. Some of you are doing that even now as you're listening to me. Eight 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 four three bridge. Eight 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 four three bridge. So the apostle Paul says, "I press toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus." I press. I press. I press. It means to pursue. So, and he's talking about the the things of God. And uh, but then he says in chapter four, he says, "I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned. All right, that's a discipline. I have learned to be content." Uh, whatever the circumstance i know that it is uh you know i know what it is to be in need i know what it is to have plenty i have learned he says the word a second time in, in verse 12 i have learned the secret of being content he says the second time in any in every situation hey paul does that include marriage Probably not really, because he's saying whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or want. So the context really is the context of the passage really is dealing with uh, finances and and, and his personal needs. But then he goes on to say, and here's how he puts an exclamation point on it, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. So there you have two passages, one about pressing on and keep going, striving, and another one about uh, learning how to be content. By the way, which one— do you lean toward right now you know these are both and kind of things i know i get that but still have you ever thought about just being satisfied and being content for a minute okay i want to hear from you here's my number one more time 888-432-7434 let's go to debbie debbie is in uh frederick maryland hi debbie it's david anderson how you doing
7: hi dr anderson my pleasure i love your show
2: thank you what are you thinking today debbie
7: I guess what I'm thinking is that uh, I, I think that in marriage, you know, having having one fail is not by my choice. But I just think that in everything, every day, we have to stay one step ahead of the devil. And I think that is we have to work hard and really pay attention to our spouses because if we don't, it just seems like there's always something that's lurking in our way that might come in front of that.
2: Uh-huh.
7: Does that make sense?
2: It, it actually it does make sense. Let me ask you a question. Given that it didn't work out for you, and I'm sorry by that by, uh, by the way. And again, you Thank said you it wasn't. So it wasn't even your you know your doing, so to speak. Meaning you probably wanted to stay in it. Am I right about that?
7: Yes, sir, you are.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. so having said that, did you work hard?
7: Yes, I did, but you know what? I probably didn't. Um, until, you know, I really started to really get deep into my faith and really what um, sometimes we don't pay attention when we're younger um, and we don't find out where it's written, you know, how God wants us to reform, you know, in it sees as husband and wife, you know.
2: Yeah, I hear you. I just don't want the you. Things
7: to... are a lot different in a, in a marriage when they are in Christ and faith and when they're not.
2: Got it. Were you, you know, was, in he not in was he not in Christ? Was he not in Christ?
7: No, he was not.
2: I see. Were you in Christ at the time? Yes. I but see. Not,
7: not, not where I should be, or I am now. Sure. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. No, and I, I think understand. That if
7: I would, I think that um, I could have done things a lot differently. But I just think that um, you know, it's 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 not easy to live alone and be by yourself, yeah. especially at the age of fifty. And yeah, and I know I'm still young, but you know, to have a marital partner, I can only say is that continue to love and appreciate them. Sure. And um, and really treat them like they are someone because they really are a gift.
2: I feel like you are kind of blaming yourself a little bit on this one. This is what I want you to do. I want you to hold
7: yeah, Sometimes.
2: I want you to hold on, Debbie, because I want to minister to you just in a minute. Give me 3 minutes. When I come back, I'm going to talk to you a little bit more. My number is 888-43 bridge.
6: Mm-hmm together if I should call you up invest a dime can you say
0: you belong to me People ask us all the time what makes us different as a direct lender Hey, everyone. This is Mike. And this is Brian of Fellowship Home Loans. As a direct lender, there are any number of things that are working to your advantage. Because there's no middleman, you deal directly with the decision makers. So what that means to you is that there's one less person in the process, and that savings is passed on to you. And we make the decisions in our office. And this is done in a matter of weeks, not months. As a mortgage lender guided by Christian principles, our priorities are different. And as a direct lender, we approach each lending situation differently, too.
2: We work hard to ensure that everything we do
0: demonstrates this commitment. Give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. That's 800-804-7283 or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 6013. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute.
6: The American Medical Association has long supported abortion, and now it may be expanding its pro-death philosophy to physician-assisted suicide. The AMA's internationally respected Council on Ethical and Judicial Affairs thoroughly studied the issue of assisted suicide over a two-year period and recommended the AMA continuous long-standing opposition to it. The council said it is fundamentally incompatible with a physician's role as healer and difficult or impossible to control. But instead of following their advice, the AMA set the recommendation back to the council for further study. In states where pro-euthanasia activists persuaded AMA state affiliates to be neutral, it increased the likelihood of passing assisted suicide legislation.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Life Issues USA and stay informed. More informed than you've ever been. 800- Six seven one seventy seventy. That's eight hundred six seven one seventy seventy. Eight hundred six seven one seventy seventy or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states.
2: It's real talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's marriage Monday and I'm back. So glad to be connecting with you today. We're talking about marriage contentment. If you just jumped in the car, uh, are you satisfied in your marriage? Is it okay to be content in a marriage, or must you always be striving toward a better marriage? Uh, Is there ever a time when you can just stop working on your marriage and just be content for a while? That's what we're talking about. If you want to join the conversation, maybe you have a question or a comment, Uh, my number, 888-432-7434. Now, before the break, I was talking to Debbie. Let me go back to Debbie and Frederick. And and Debbie uh, was divorced, and she's saying you got to keep working on the marriage. Uh, The marriage ended, Mm -hmm. not by her choice. And uh, I was picking up clues from just listening to you that it seemed like you kind of blaming yourself for the marriage ending. Mm -hmm. Is that true?
7: Somewhat, some. You know, a breakup to a family is a big thing. It's yeah, And it, you learn more and more how much of a gift a family is a husband and a wife and children really truly is from the Lord, so you know things change,
2: yeah, well, I mean the pain the pain of breaking up I get I understand, but you know again, and yes, I don't you I' know a
7: meshing of a heart that's you know being pulled apart,
2: yeah, I don't know the details of what uh sort of ruined your your marriage. Do you feel like you were hundred percent uh at fault here?
7: Oh no! My goodness, no, no, no! My my spouse was, but you know. So why you why are you, you know,
2: uh, wearing so much uh, weight on you as if it's self, uh, uh, you know, self inflicted?
7: I don't know. I guess I just believe that you know what I wish I would have you know um, been able to have understood a, a midlife crisis or you know um, things that he would have expected. But you know, sometimes people shut down. So I guess, you know, I wish I would have been a better listener. So I guess that's what I say is that, you know, every day you have the opportunity to make something better. You know, always strive to work at it every day. It, it,
2: and, and that's you can't my,
7: step away because when you that's do, my, things happen. That's
2: my point, though. My point is I, I don't think you ever really – were satisfied in the marriage. Again, I'm just looking through my filter here, so I could be wrong. I don't think you were ever really content or satisfied in the marriage to the degree that whatever was going on with him, uh, did he ever get that rest? Did he ever get an opportunity to just chill with you and enjoy you? Did you enjoy you? Because it sounds to me like you uh, didn't enjoy you, You're still not enjoying you. You still feel like you have so much work to do on you. It just seems to me that you're so self-critical, Debbie. I want to free you up from some of that and just remind you that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that you are worth uh, being married to, and that you are a great catch. Thank you. I just hear so much self-criticism that that actually pours out of you, and other people read that. People want to be with somebody who... Who has a bit of self-confidence and I know it's in there, but you've been fed these messages that, um, and probably Christian messages that make you always feel like you gotta do better, gotta get better, gotta work harder. And what I'm trying to get us to think about today is how can we just like like be content, kind of accept who you are right now? Doesn't mean you're accept you know, you're giving up perfection and like uh giving up on God. But could we just sit back for a little bit and let God do his handiwork? and and reflect on the fact that I am a beautiful person at age 50. That's what you are. You're age 50. you got a lot of life to live. And I, I want you to start looking at yourself as beautiful and worthy.
7: Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, there's that saying, you know, let go, let God, you know.
2: That would be one for, for this moment right here. Can you work on that?
7: I can, and I really appreciate you being, uh, being honest. You know, sometimes, you know, a little bit of criticism in the right way can really point people in a great direction, and, and I know how to take that through the Word of God, you know? Well, thank I think, you.
2: Thank you. You're a beautiful person, and I want you to look in the mirror and see that as well. God bless you, okay, Debbie?
7: God bless you today. All Amen. Right,
2: back at you. Well, friends, this is what we're talking about. Being content It doesn't mean uh, you're settling, but maybe it does mean you're settling for a little bit. Let me settle down for a little bit. Can I settle down my spirit for a little bit uh, and then come back at this? Hey, listen, I'm going to run to my break really quickly again, then I'm coming back to you. And, Dwayne, I'm going to get to you, Anonymous, Beth. So hold on. You wait for me, and I'll wait for you, okay? 888-432-7434. You're tuned into Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
1: I feel like new sunglasses, like brand-new
7: pair of jeans. Taking chances I feel a lot like 17
4: When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diglu Hailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct Psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of a mega graduate school, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to ogs.edu today and apply or call one. 1-800-933-6188.
2: Have you ever walked into your basement and there was that smell? You weren't quite sure what it was, mold, mildew, cracks, or blistered paint in your walls? Well, listen, you need to call Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come by, give you a free inspection, and they'll let you know, is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home? They have more than 30 years of experience, and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free base inspection all you got to do is give them a call 844-980-3707 one more time here's the number 844-980-3707 or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com and by the way if you do business with them they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry so give them a call best buy waterproofing have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately well let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke that's james mccullum he's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the lord when i have need of legal advice i have contacted james mccullum if you need legal representation contact james mccullum at 301-864-6070 that's attorney james mccullum at 301-864-6070 and that's no joke Told you I was coming back. It's a real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Right back to the phone lines on this Marriage Monday. Today's topic is marriage contentment. Let's go to Westminster, Maryland and talk to Beth, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Beth. David Anderson here. How are you?
3: Hey, Dr. Anderson. I'm glad you could take my call. How are you doing today? It's
2: my pleasure. Good to be with you. I'm doing great. So what are you thinking today? Oh,
3: cool. Well, I've got um, a comment for your previous caller, and then I've got two quick comments about the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through a divorce myself, and it's never easy, and it's never anything to be proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, but my sister, who is very anti-divorce, actually pointed this verse out to me in chap- uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 15. But mm-hmm. if the unbelieving departs, let him depart a brother or sister... Is not under bondage in such cases,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for God
3: has called us to peace.
2: Yeah, and
3: God called us to His peace, and that's what we're supposed to be speaking. Mm,
2: that's a good um, word. So I'd like
3: to just exhort, exhort that caller to, um, you know, just concentrate on her relationship with God, which yeah. is my third point. But my other, um, the one before that is my general outlook on marriage is, and I am remarried, is that if it's all work all the time, it's not a marriage, it's a job. Ask that. Take que- a break, take a breath, and relax with yeah. each other.
2: Ask that question you know, one you've more time. You
3: gotta do that, huh?
2: Give me your last point once again. I'm trying to trying to hear you better. Can you give me that point one more time? It sounded really good.
3: Okay. Yeah. Uh, if it's all work, all the time, mm. it's not marriage.
2: Mm. It's a job. Mm.
3: Take it's- a break. Take a breath. Mm. Relax and enjoy each other.
2: Yes. Yes. Are we allowed yeah. to? Are, are Are you sure, That's, Beth?
3: Oh yeah. Very. <laughs> have you Have you read Song of
2: Solomon? Yeah. Tell me about it. It seemed like they were doing they all right. Weren't work, they weren't working real hard, were they? And, well, they were just enjoying enjoying one another and the beauty of God in them, weren't they? So anyway. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, thanks for yeah. uh, thanks for weighing thanks in. For
3: me, yeah. I'm Yeah, I've got one more quick point, and that is that the most important relationship that we have is with the Holy Spirit. And if we're willing to let the Holy Spirit change us, then our marriages are going to get a whole lot better. We can't change our spouses, Mm -hmm. but we can let God change us, and that is the best that we can do.
2: That's a great word right there. Amen. Thank you so much, Beth, from Westminster. Wisdom coming out of Westminster today on Marriage Monday. Well, let's see if we can get something out of Oxon Hill, Maryland. Uh, Dwayne is on the line there. Hey Dwayne, it's Dr. David Anderson. How you doing today?
8: Hey, Dr. Anderson, how you doing today?
2: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
8: I had to, yeah, I had to pull over the side of the road because this subject is profound, and I had to mm. pull over because it was interesting.
2: Mm. Thank
8: um, you. I believe, like in marriage, like I work uh, night shift, mm-hmm. and um, I believe, like like I tell my wife sometimes, if you want to change. Uh, your mate, uh, sometimes you have to be content. Like in First Timothy 6 and 6, it says, Godliness without contentment is great gain. Mm-hmm. And I think if you pray for your, your mate and allow the Holy Spirit to enter into the relationship,
6: mm-hmm. the Holy
8: Spirit sometimes can actually go into that person's heart and pull out what you've been praying for.
2: Mm-hmm. And
8: also, uh, like the Bible says, it talks about uh, the two shall become one. Yeah, I believe that if you work at it and you just wait and the the two will actually come together as one. Mm. And mm. also, um like um I believe that if if you're working like with with me at work at night and sometimes a woman's emotional tank gets empty, and you have to talk about things to get things out the way. So you can, like, sometimes we don't have to go to that fourth uh, communication um, yeah. uh, step. And right. we have to talk about things to pull whatever we go on through. Gotcha. So we can go to the the, the next elevation in our communication.
2: Gotcha. Hey, Dwayne, du- du- thank you so much for uh, giving us your thoughts from Oxen Hill, okay? Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Blessings to you. By the way, just a little side note here, uh, on Open Phone and Friday, tanya called she was a, a 45 a 49 year old single christian woman she wanted to be married out of clarksburg virginia we had such a lovely conversation well tanya what you don't know and i don't know if you're still listening but what you don't know is after the show a man called into my staff and his name is joseph he says he's 49 he's looking for a godly woman so if that's you tanya you give a you give a uh, a call and uh, we'll give you his email address and let you guys communicate. So, not that I'm a dating service, but he called right when the show was ending. And uh, my staff ran in and said, Hey, it's got him, Joseph. He heard Tanya. He's 49, too. And he really wants to have a godly friendship and marriage without any of the other mess that we're talking about on Open Phone and Friday. So, listen, uh, Tanya, if you are listening, uh, make sure you uh, shoot me an email. Just go to uh, AndersonSpeaks.com, shoot me an email, say I'm Tanya. Uh, and uh, then I'll connect you and Joseph, Lord willing. Uh, you guys would be a good match. Whether you are whether you're not, you're adults. I leave you to one another and no legal uh, uh, mess over here. So uh, that's all you getting. Now, I did have a question, though, and uh, I'm asking this question seriously. If I did a singles mixed gathering uh, sometime at the end of the summer, would you be interested? We all could just – they're Anderson listeners – Real talk with Dr. Anderson, listeners. You pay a little bit of money and have a, a gala, uh, an event, uh, a social uh, happy hour type thing. I'd be there as well. Uh, is that something you'd be interested in? I'm asking my listeners this is what I'm going to ask you to do. If you think this is something you'd be interested in, shoot me an email. Uh, David at Anderson speaks, David at Anderson speaks So just go to Andersonspeaks.com and let me know if I get 20 people that are interested in it. Maybe I'll invest some time in it. Cause I keep hearing my singles call or my people who've been married and divorced call and say, I'm looking for a godly man or a godly woman. Well, who knows what God would do when you're listening to real talk with Dr. David Anderson? Maybe there's some listeners that want to mingle a little bit and who sees, who knows what God would do with that. All right, so I said it one time, it came to me Friday. It's coming to me again today, so I'm just putting it out there. You let me know, August 2018, if I put together a little event uh, for singles to mix and have a little happy hour together, would you come? Would you be willing to pay a little bit of money and have a little bit of fun? If so, uh, again, go to andersonspeaks.com, shoot me an email. My staff will get it to me, and I'll know. Once I get over 20 people, maybe I'll make it happen. All right, now, having said that, I'm going over to Bowie, Maryland now. I'm going to talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hey, Anonymous, it's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Anonymous, are you there? Dr. Anderson, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. What, are you, what are you thinking, sir?
6: Dr. Anderson, can you hear me?
2: Yes, sir, I can hear you. Hello? Are you on oh, mute? so sorry about
6: that. Can you hear me? I am not. Can you, can you hear me okay?
2: I can. You better say what you need to say, though, pretty quickly here.
6: All right, I certainly will. For me, I know I've been married 15 years, and I know for anything that I do, something that's considered something that wears me down, um, or I have to work at it and it kind of just wears me down, I consider that a burden. So for me, in marriage, I'm trying to work on my marriage. If I'm passionate about it, if it's something that I really want to do, I really don't consider it work or a burden. And I think if I, for me, if I get into a place where I'm content, then that leaves room for the enemy to, to, to sneak in. And do. So If I'm not loving my wife every day the way that she wants to or the way that she receives it um, or doing things I know will put a smile on her face each and every day and I just kind of get content, that leaves room for the enemy to sneak in, in, in my imagination for me. So I try, not, I try to get into a mindset where it's not a burden. Uh-huh. It's just something that I'm passionate about and loving her.
2: So that's really a a mindset issue. Right right okay so you don't you don't want you don't want to see it as work you want to see it as what
6: i want to see it as something that i'm passionate about doing, so I want to I be passionate, see. and I haven't always done that well in 15 uh-huh. years, so I want yeah. to be, and, I, and it's been times where I've considered it a burden to do some of the things that I ought to do as a husband, <laughs> yeah. so in kind of changing that mindset and God yeah. working on me, Yeah, yeah. Say it's not, I don't want to see it as work, so I it won't it. wear me down, it won't. I won't need that breather, so to speak, because I got for you. me it would leave room for the enemy to, to sneak in whatever mayhem that he wants to cause. I hear it. let let me view it as a passion to love her as Christ would have me to.
2: Got it. I hear you. It sounds like a godly man to me. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you, Anonymous. Thank you. God bless you. So, you know, that's our topic today, right? Marriage contentment. Can you be content in marriage? Not can you be. Are you allowed to be? Right? Are you allowed to actually sit back, relax, enjoy each other for a period? And not have to work all the time. I think it is a burden and it is a work for a lot of people. Uh, and I think Anonymous is right about changing your mindset. Uh, but, you know, th- the idea of passion is so beautiful, but it's not always there. That's the reality. So sometimes that passion or that drive is not always there. That's when it does take work. It takes work for you to be a good husband, it takes work for you to be a good spouse, a good wife. You know, it does. But I think if you covenant to one another, hey, listen, I'm not going anywhere, you're not going anywhere. Let's just enjoy each other, and uh, next Wednesday we'll do counseling, okay? N- next month we'll do counseling. Uh, next fall we'll do counseling. And next fall, w- w- spring, we're going to go to a weekend to remember. We're, we're going to go do marriage enrichment. I mean, you can put work into the marriage, but also I think y'all ought to put work into resting the marriage, uh, just like you rest a car, just like you rest, uh, you know, the harvest. I mean, when when it comes to planting and and reaping there's some rest that goes on there's some waiting that goes on there's some sun that has to shine for a while and it takes time you know i think that sometimes we're always working on this thing and maybe what we need to do is uh let it work on us while we rest get some rim sleep in your marriage (laughs) when i come back i'm gonna talk about this single idea one more time before i end the show i'll be right back
4: Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGDirect.com.
1: Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no-obligation quote. 1-800-400-1902. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-400-1902. You could save up to 70%.
5: Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word.
8: Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. People say there are
0: billions of dollars lost in a market crash. The truth is, they're not lost, they just exchange hands. And the good news is, by gaining the right kind of knowledge, you can learn to recognize the opportunities that exist and, more importantly, act on them. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder of Tradeway. Along with being an investment advisor, Tradeway offers our students a powerful education so that they can take their investments in their own hands. We break down the confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We keep it simple, fun, and personal. Come join us at our next two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn to take small steps to reach your biggest goals coming to the renaissance arlington july 20th and 21st only 99.95 for your entire household plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money back guarantee to register call 877-907-trade that's 877-907-8723 or go to tradeway.com that's tradeway.com
2: this is rich becker producer of real talk with dr david anderson The radio
0: ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll
2: become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit
0: Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the Donate button to support Real Talk
2: with Dr. David Anderson. That's Andersonspeaks.com. And I'm back, Andersonspeaks.com. You can email me there, too, especially if you're interested in this idea of a single uh, mix. So uh, at the end of the summer, maybe I'll put together a get-together like a happy hour where my listeners who are single and looking – can come together for an evening, and uh, you know maybe I'll do a little, uh, little teaching or something, and a little mingling with you, and just kind of let y'all be adults. Uh, but you know what? Uh, I've gotten enough phone calls from you over the years uh, where you got some good, godly, single folk who are just trying to meet other good, godly, single folk. And, you know, I'm a fan of um, uh, online dating. I've never done it, but because I know people who have, uh, some have gotten really messed up because they had frauds. Others, have, they're married, have kids, they're in ministry at my church. It's amazing. And so I, I talk about just getting out in the field. So um, what I'll do is I pr- I'll produce the field, all right, and then, then you all just come. And so if you're interested, again, it's just an idea popping off in my head here. Uh, If you're interested, shoot me an email. Go to andersonspeaks.com and say, Doc, I'm interested in the singles gathering, uh, and then uh, maybe I can make something work for you. Now, having said that, Tanya, who called me on Friday, open phone in Friday, from Clarksburg, Virginia, if you're around, if you're listening, give me a call uh, at this number. Uh, or uh shoot me an email because uh Joseph called right at the end of the show and said I want to meet her. I'm 49, 2, I'm single and I'm available and I love to connect with her. So, anyway, there you have it. I'm not a dating service, but uh Joseph was serious. He was like, well, I like Tanya." So, hey, who knows? Okay, my number here is It's the same number I'll be at all week, so tomorrow's tough topic Tuesday, give me a call then. As well, today's topic I think was a stretching one. It was a fun one. It was at the same time it makes you think, right? That uh, maybe, maybe you put too much pressure on yourself. Maybe you put too much pressure on your marriage. Maybe you put too much pressure on your spouse. What I'm telling you is, take a breath, chill for a minute, take a real deep breath, and just appreciate the spouse God has given you right now. Appreciate what she is good at. Appreciate what he does do. All right, not what he doesn't do, and how much work you got to work. You know, how much y'all got to work on your marriage. Listen, y'all going to be together for a long time. If you're committed to this thing in the name of Jesus, if you're committed to this thing in the name of Jesus, you're not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. She's not going anywhere. So take comfort in the security of the fact that he's not going anywhere, that she's not going anywhere. We're going to be together. We've affirmed our commitment to one another. So can we just like chill and can we take a break and can we just enjoy and be content? Let's have a picnic, (laughs) okay? That's what I'm talking about. Uh, And and then get back to work, all right? Then get back to work, all right? So there you have it. Uh, My number once again for future reference, because I'm ending the show now, 888-432-7434. And again, Tanya, 49, Clarksburg, give me a call if you want to meet Joseph. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we know that you are the master of divine hookups, and we know that you can uh, bring people together like you did with Ruth and Boaz. I just pray, God, that uh, you would bless these marriages and p- continue to guide my single folk uh, toward the man and the woman that you have for them. What for is in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen.
8: Father, help your children.